All right, I think we're live. Waiting for Cousin Shane, as per usual. Wouldn't be a show without late Cousin Shane. But how about it? Tennessee just whooped the hell out of Iowa 35-0. LSU come from behind win over Wisconsin 35-31. Big Ten exposed as the frauds they are yet again. Shout out Tim, loyal Ole Miss fan. They started it off beating the hell out of Penn State. Aaron says can't spell citrus without UT. I believe UT now has more Citrus Bowl wins than any school in, in Citrus Bowl history. So Aaron's probably right. But I think we'll take that after the last 10 years of Tennessee football. All right, we got Cousin Shane in here now. Heisman, huh? baby. Huh? <laughs> I crown him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the Nico era. Beta got off to a hot start. 35-0. to zero. Literally could not have gone any better. Four touchdowns for Nico, Shane. Three rushing, one. Or excuse me. Yeah, three three rushing, one passing. It just dominated Iowa. How how in the hell did Iowa win 10 games and be ranked? I mean, they're, Tennessee made them look god awful today. I'm telling you, man. It, it, it's, it's this game. I mean, it's all of them. Every single. Big Ten game I've seen, they've they've they told us how great these defenses are for the first two quarters, and then we just shut them up. And then you know I'm I'm like, man, this Alabama game, you know, watch out, Michigan. This this may be another barn burner coming. So we put now that we know that Nico's elite, he's going to win at least one Heisman. Shane Gas wants to know is Tennessee preseason top ten? I mean, I didn't have him there before, but now that we know, again. Try not to put too much, try not to overreact, but clearly Nico passed the eye test against an allegedly a great defense. Uh, are, are you putting Tennessee in the conversation for preseason top 10 next year? Well, top 10 is a tough one. Um, I, 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 Of course, I'm always going to put them up there, you know, but <laughs> the voters, I, I would imagine that they would be a top 20, top 15 maybe. Uh, yeah, and, and I think the key is the pieces they got coming back, uh, especially on that offensive side. We've got Brew coming back now. You yep. got these transfers coming in. Nico's starting to put a little talent around him. So, yeah, uh, the hop is going to pick up, and rightfully so, after this game because this is what the Tennessee Vols have been missing. You know, we've been talking about these these th- this red zone efficiency. Well, now that you got a quarterback that can make plays with his legs, it, it's a it's a complete game changer for Hopple's offense. And, and I don't think we were running the entire playbook today, Mike. So was Tennessee, Tennessee would they would they have gone ten and two or eleven and one if Nico started the entire year, Shane? Yeah, they'd probably be playing Bama tonight, you know. So, but the good news is we got the game out of the way, you know. <laughs> hey, how about Jackson's top ten for next year, Shane? I'll run it down here: Georgia one, Bama two, Texas three, Ole Miss four, Mizzou five, LSU six, Tennessee seven, Oklahoma eight. To throw Oregon in there at number nine, and then ten dark horse Texas A and M. I love that preseason top ten. I don't know about you. Absolutely, and that's what it boils down to, Mike. Like, what does the nation think the top ten, and who is the top ten? <laughs> T- top ten reside in, in the SEC for sure. Yep, Hypo standing on business. And uh, how about LSU, Shane? I know that was on the same time. Defense, so, defense. De- <laughs> hey, I was mocking Madhouse. I was ready to run his ass out like everybody else was, but they they held strong there at the end, Shane. Last couple drives for Wisconsin punt, 
field goal, punt, punt, and then turnover on downs to secure a 35-31 win. LSU's won 10 games back-to-back seasons to start under the Brian Kelly era. And, and here we are wondering, you know, what is the future of LSU? Brian Kelly, can he get it done? My goodness, Shane, they won 20 games in two years. That's better than probably 95% of the teams in the country. No, that's that's the funny part about it, Mike. It's like the the expectations are so high down there because of what Coach Kelly has already done. You know, he's already produced two top ten seasons. He's already produced a Heisman candidate. You know, but if he ain't winning national championships, he ain't done shit. No, give LSU some time, brother. They're on the right path, and and as soon as they can fill up that competitive depth, man. That this is a this will be a team to be reckoned with every single season. Don't run your damn coach out right now, man. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, Shane, since we last recorded, too, Jackson Dart made it official. He is coming back to lead the Ole Miss Rebels as expected. But that's just going to continue to add the hype to Ole Miss. No longer, in my mind, Shane, a, a college football playoff contender. I think they're a national championship contender. At least that's how I'm viewing them with everything they they're bringing back and everything they're adding via the portal coming off an 11 win season, man, just what a time it is to be an Ole Miss rebel. Oh man. They just, they just keep winning. Look, they didn't even play today and they just get talked about again. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had to switch the baby blue shirt. Cause I was just tired of hearing about Ole Miss just for one day. Let the other teams have some respect. So, uh, no, I, obviously we're going to get to what, could be and can be with the old Miss Rebels, but what a fantastic start of the day, Mike. Two SEC games, two SEC wins. We got a big one coming up here in a minute. I am so pumped up for it, brother. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just, this is it, man. It, I hate to say it, but no, there's no more Tennessee football games to watch. There's no more LSU games to watch. You know, this hopefully won't be the last Alabama or Texas game we watch. So, uh, just soak it up, man, because it, it's it's about to be done. It's gonna list season is right around the corner, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna be six months of lists here. But uh, let me ask you this, Shane: Tennessee, obviously huge win, thirty-five zero. I mean, it was yeah. a laugher. It was not even competitive. And the fact that Nico looked as good as he did didn't look like a true freshman to me. What what does that do to the to the mindset of a Tennessee fan? Because we have seen it many times, Shane. These guys get hyped up, and it, it could have just as easy. If, if Nico sucked, it could have yeah. been 35 to 0 the other way, and we would have been sitting here for eight months saying, My goodness, what? Remember that one year Tennessee had? That was a great year. You know, but now, now there's optimism. Now there's hope. At, who knows? Maybe they do add Evan Stewart. I don't even know that they need him, given yeah. all the weapons they have, but um, that, <laughs> what does that do for you all offseason now? Uh, coming off a 35-0 to zero dominant performance here? Well, to start with, Mike, there's no way that Iowa team was ever going to score 35 <laughs> points. I mean, they didn't discover the mobile. Thank God they didn't discover that mobile quarterback until the fourth quarter, you know? <laughs> uh, the, no, the, the hop train is real, Mike. I mean, I see it on my feed. I, I know the listeners are seeing on theirs because they probably follow us too close, you know, but – it it is uh it is definitely picking up and it's something to get excited about because you know we had a, a glimpse of it with Hendon Hooker last year and you know when you have that guy that dude back there that can just make plays happen it changes everything you know uh, third downs are just it, it's it's just you can't 
I don't know. I, I, I am so happy. I'm pumped up, man. <laughs> I know you can tell, but I, I think all the Vol fans are too because it's, it's not – Ole Miss is, like you, I mean, we were talking about Ole Miss earlier, they're setting this up as the last dance. That's what we keep hearing, last dance and, yeah. and all this stuff, you know. But it's just the start for Tennessee. It feels like this is a new chapter for the Vols, and and finally we've got a, a complete team that is built the way Hopple wants it. So, yeah, the, yeah. the ceiling's the limit. Sky's the limit. I'm glad you said that, Shane, because that's I did want to say that too. I mean, it's all going to get lost in Nico hype and, and scoring 35 points. But uh, and again, I know I realize I was not they're they're awful on offense, but I mean, completely dominated them. I mean, they were two for 15 on third down. They allowed 60 passing yards, 113 rushing, only 11 first downs. We we are seeing the the blueprint of what they want on defense there's and this was with a completely new secondary they didn't have any secondary they mm-hmm. these are young players that they have they have hand picked their front seven they're they're obviously a jump started there with players they've been playing all this season already like James Pierce who yeah. our our friend Jesse Simonson said this guy's a future first round pick he should be the favorite Shane he says to be SEC defensive player of the year it's not it's not like it was two years ago where it's just offense and you just hope the defense can cannot cripple you like they did against South Carolina. This is a defense you can rely on to get to the quarterback, force mm-hmm. turnovers, make stops in critical situations. And when you're facing a, an Alabama or Georgia, that's what you need. You need two, yeah. two turnovers or a stop, something like that. And, and the, if the offense is as good as we think it can be under Nico and they're firing on all cylinders, they can compete with anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because some of that was hidden when Hendon Hooker was putting up forty points a game. You know, <laughs> it's like you need, yeah, you need a defense, but you didn't need a defense like you did this year because when we couldn't score as often as we'd like, that defense really stood out there. So, right. Uh, but yes, I, I, I think the uh, like I said, it's it's looking good for the Volunteers, and uh, and I feel bad for Iowa, man. You know, the commentators <laughs> shit on their offense for like three quarters. You know, it's like. That, I was like, you know, their parents are watching. You know? <laughs> Go easy on them a little bit. They're like, this is the worst offense assembled since 1918. You know. <laughs> hey, shout out to Big Tennessee fan Alan Riddle. He says, "Go Vols!" There, Shane. Even he made it into the comments. What what a day it is for them Vols there. Oh so, man, diehard Vol fan right there. <laughs> so hey, last chance we get to to talk this these playoff games coming up here in just a second, Shane. Like you said, we're, we're 30 minutes to kick off here, Alabama. Michigan, I mean, how bad is Michigan? Or excuse me, Alabama gonna beat the hell out of Michigan? No, it's gonna be bad, man. <laughs> uh, like I said, we we keep saying, well, yeah, but you haven't seen this defense yet. Well, you haven't seen Penn State's defense. Well, you haven't seen Iowa's defense. You know, and it's like, well, you haven't seen Michigan. Well, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because because I, Michigan was held two hundred yards when Iowa played them, and Tennessee just ran, put thirty five, almost forty two points on them. So yeah, I, I am. I'm very curious to see how this plays out. But, I, again, I don't want to get the cart in front of the horse. You know, Alabama cannot overlook this team. They do have talent. Uh, they're clearly the, the best team in that conference. So, uh, it's going to be a great game. But, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be bad, you know. <laughs> Uh-oh, Shane. Breaking news here from Joe Barker. Nico to the portal. He's going to Auburn. 
Yeah, <laughs> you can't. Don't put that evil on me. That's that's where you want to be, though. You want these other teams coveting your yeah. players. You know, I mean, no offense to, to Joe Milton, he he had his highs and lows and, and whatnot, but you know, SEC teams were were trying to beg him to get into the portal. But uh, like I said, I mean, this this is going to be the off season of hype for Tennessee, for Ole Miss, for Mizzou. Now we can th- we can throw LSU coming off at come from behind win it uh, man it, it just makes again I, I've been saying it Shane twenty twenty four it's going to be a special season but as I start to look around the conference and see these quarterbacks this go I mean we've had a lot of good runs of quarterbacks across the SEC this may be the best all time when we're talking just yeah. all sixteen I mean we're, we're going to have twelve to to thirteen potential stars at the quarterback position. Yeah, and it's wild to think of coming into this season, there was a lot of question marks. You know, when you did your quarterback power ranking, I mean, half of them we knew and half of them were guesses. So <laughs> this, this year, it's, it's going to be this coming season. It's, it's, it, like you said, it's going to be a, that'll be a tough list to put together because there's some dudes in it. Right. Nico's top three for sure, though, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Were we questioning that? (laughs) All right, man. So, hey, anything else before we hop off here and get ready for these playoff games? No, the one good thing about Nico's name being so long is when I wear that jersey, they can put all the letters on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, that's true. I mean, we're going to struggle with that one all off season. But I, Absolutely. I, I bet by the time tw- the, the, the 2024 season actually arrives, I think I'll have it down by then. Well, I'm looking at it, and it looked kind of like I'm leaving, and I didn't like that, you know, so <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to learn how to pronounce this thing because I don't like the sound of that with that portal floating around. <laughs> well, hey, Shane, I appreciate you for this hopping off for a quicker. We're going to come back on after Alabama beats the hell out of Michigan, so tune in for that. Uh, obviously, we don't know the exact time or when that'll be, but we'll be hopping on after and uh, can't wait. Maybe to... at halftime, you know, just go ahead and get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, hey, happy uh, New Year's. Happy New Year's, everybody yeah. uh, that, that's tuning in, and we'll see you after the Alabama game. Can you tell I've lost weight? <laughs> <laughs> go Vols, man. Quick little break from the show to remind you guys we're brought to you by MyBookie. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today and put in that promo code that SEC T H A T S E C over at MyBookie Online Sportsbook. They're willing to give our audience a $200 exclusive cash bonus today to wager on these bowl games, NFL, NFL playoffs will be right around the corner, college football playoffs. All the sports, they got you covered over at mybookie.ag today. And don't forget, most importantly, that promo code, that SEC is the number one way to help support the show this football season. Head on over to mybookie.ag today. Put in that promo code, that SEC. All new users get a free $200 cash bonus just for signing up and using that promo code. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Don't forget the Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy Sports, the go-to site for Daily Fantasy Sports is none other than Prize Picks. And with that promo code SEC, they are willing to match your initial deposit up to 100 bucks. So you can have 200 bucks in your Prize Picks account today with that promo code SEC. Help the podcast stay independent. I know football's winding down, but there's still 
Lots of football action to get in on before it all comes to a sad, depressing end. Head on over to Prize Picks, promo code SEC, and that SEC over at mybookie.ag today. We don't ask for much. We just ask, take advantage of these sponsorship opportunities if you can afford to do it. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code THATSEC for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code that. SEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And now, back to the show. <laughs> okay, buddy, we are live. Mm. Ah, moments after that devastating, devastating performance, Shane. Alabama, what the hell was that play what? call? Ah, that's just one play, Mike. What what the hell was this game all about? You know, I mean, it was one thing after another. I, I first off, I I, I got to give some props to Michigan as as much as it hurts my soul. Yeah, you know, they they came out with a game plan. They made Alabama play their game, and so they slowed it down. They all first half they ran over. It seems like this is a theme. Let's let somebody beat the shit out of us for two quarters. We'll try to fix it, and that's usually what works. But this time it backfired because they just didn't have enough coverage on the backside. Too many stupid mistakes. And so I, I will say this, brother. Lady Luck has been on Alabama's side this entire season, especially in that Auburn game. And it was like the tide literally turned in this one. Any bad break that could happen, Alabama found it. Right. And uh, ooh, I'm trying to share this right here. Hold on a second here, Shape. But – yeah, God. I just can't believe that happened. I mean, what what the hell are we do with that play call with game on the line? You had a timeout to figure it I out, know. and then we run up a gut, bad snap after bad snap. Uh, I, I'm I'm despondent, Shane. Everything I believe in SEC greatness was yeah. all was all shattered right there. I, I still don't, I still don't understand. Michigan didn't play worth a shit. For the entire second half till yeah. the final drive and and overtime, and they still won the damn game. No, I I mean, they had that's the thing, Mike. They had their shots. They had that opportunity uh, to go up two scores, and then Milrose fumbles, and and you know it's just dumb thing. I mean, how many bad snaps we got? Are we? 
Why are we having such a hard time snapping a football, Mike? I, I don't get it. This is you've had 13 games to get this shit together, and and then all of a sudden we we look like it's you South Florida again, you know? Uh, man, it's just it's embarrassing because this was the t- I mean, I mean obviously we're gonna pull for Texas here on out, yeah. but. If Texas wins this thing, it's not an SEC banner that's going to be hanging. You know what I'm saying? This will be. Uh, it, this is it. This was the only SEC team we had in there, and it was uh, just a freaking joke of a game. And Shane, I don't get a lot right, admittedly, but after watching that play call, <laughs> look what I said when they hired damn Tommy Reese. <laughs> The day Alabama's dynasty died, February 3rd, 2023, you know, we're going 11 months back. But that that was vindication right there. I mean, God, what? That was just so awful. Yeah, Mm -hmm. why can't we snap a damn ball, Shane? Gave up six sacks, ten tackles for loss. Jalen Milrow picked a hell of a time to play his worst football game. I think I've seen him play since Texas. Uh, Only 116 passing yards. Uh, I mean, but he was running for his life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's coming into this game. We we kept everybody kept saying it's got it's all going to come down to Jalen. It's all going. Why? Why does it have to come down to Jalen? You got you 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 got that touted offensive line. Was that's the embarrassing part? When you think of Alabama football, you think of the trenches, offense and defense, and we didn't see it. They got pushed around like they were some FCS school. Right, so are you start? I think I hope that people are coming around, Shane. When I said I think Missouri could beat Alabama, and hell, we'll never know because they didn't yeah. get an opportunity. But in this new look SEC, hopefully we get more games like that. But mm. the real travesty is Georgia wasn't in this thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm watching that Florida State just ass beaten, and I'm like, my God, would Georgia? Would they have lost this game? I don't think so. Hell you know, no. I don't think so. I think Kirby would have hung sixty more points on them. You know, it's just. I, th- I think that's the thing that 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 it just pains me the most, though, Shane. It's like how can Alabama control the line of scrimmage for the most part against the Georgia Bulldogs? Yeah. How in the hell do you go from that to more or less getting dominated by Michigan for much of the game? You know what? I, yeah. I don't get it. Well, I, I, you know, I hate to say it, man, and I'm not getting on Nick Saban, and I'm not saying we got fired Nick Saban or make him retire or anything like that. But, you know, one of the things that has – Let's put him on a hot seat, Shane. I, I, well, what drives me nuts with Alabama is they've had the pieces. You know, I, I guarantee you if, if Lane Kiffin was the offensive coordinator, if Kirby Smart was a defensive coordinator, this, this wouldn't have been a game. You know what I'm saying? But this is year after year – Coordinator after coordinator, Nick Saban has a hard time. He's lost it. He's lost the touch when it comes to coach whispering. You know, it used to be a a fun place to go rehab for a little bit, go off somewhere and become a head coach, you know. But there's no Steve Sarkeesian running through there. There's no Lane Kiffins anymore. Kirby Smart's gone. It's like – now we're we're putting these these Joes and it's just – it's not working. So, I don't know, brother. I – Alabama will never have problems getting talent to Tuscaloosa. The problem they're running into is 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 just developing it. Right. So is this a decaying dynasty? Are we back to the decaying dynasty? <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying. I mean, they were in the college football playoff. Uh, you know, top four teams in the country. So I yeah. can't. I can't say decaying dynasty, but you know, 
Saban clearly decaying a little bit, you know, uh, this, this game five years ago would not have been a game and, uh, and you could argue the talents there. So I don't know. It's just, it's embarrassing because this was the team that represented this conference. And, uh, now we got no dog in the race except for Texas. So which they still got an ugly logo on their, on their Jersey. If Michigan and Georgia meet in Houston in a week from now for the national championship. I mean, George is beating them by two touchdowns. Don't you think? Shit. If they met them in the alley, they'd have their wallets and their girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? This is a big bet. Uh, that, that's, that's no joke. That is the absolute truth. And, and even with some of these kids that had transferred, it's just that they were, I don't know. I, I really think that they just thought they were going to steamroll Michigan. This is, I mean, we talked about it. This is going to be a blowout. Media was talking about it. You know, it's getting back to these kids that this is, they're watching all these other Big Ten teams get their ass kicked. Yeah. You know, it's, it's got to get between your ears. And, and I would tell you this, brother, Alabama would have been e- extremely dangerous if they would have barely escaped here, you know, so, but, but they didn't. They're off. They're back home, you know, they're on. They're, they're they're down there with Lane Kiffin drinking mai tais on the beach. You know, can, can we get Billy Napier as Bama OC next season? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> never know. <laughs> <laughs> but I I was concerned, Shay. That's why I played the clip last time where Saban basically said, "Hey, you know, we didn't show up for the Auburn game." Yeah, that that really stuck with me because, again, that was. Before they upset Georgia, I get it, and they were they may have been looking at the SEC championship. But he, had they lost to, to Auburn, Shane, I don't care if they beat Georgia by thirty points. They were probably not going to go to the college football playoff. How in the hell can you look at look ahead when you have not secured anything? You know, it's not like Alabama was undefeated, number one in the country. That I I could see them looking ahead for yeah the the Auburn game, but that that was a, a must win for them, and it came down to the damn grave digger. And just look at this drive chart, Shane. This is Alabama's drive chart for the game. And just just how pitiful this thing was in the first half. They did they get the get they got the touchdown. That was at, on a short field after Michigan muffed the punt. They tur- so credit them for scoring at least, but you know, that's really where they lost this damn game. Cuz they dominated the second half. You're right. There was the the fumble by Jalen Miro. That killed momentum. That could have been putting the game away, but just they they put themselves in such a hole. Yeah, it, it, this game should have never went to overtime. Mm-mm. Well, that, that's the thing. They, they they even made a comment. I think Herb, uh I think Herb Street said something. Uh, you know, this plays right into Alabama's wheelhouse. You know, having the adjustments coming back from behind, and it's like elite teams don't do that. Elite teams hold the lead the entire right. game, and they don't need two quarters to figure out. That's it's basically stealing signs is what you're doing. You know, you're just you're figuring out what they want to do, and then you try to correct it. And and be, coming into a game like this with uh, in the spotlight, Rose Bowl. I mean, geez, get the hell out of the parades and let's focus on football, man. Right. And I just checked because uh, I just wanted to see if Kiffin had tweeted. You know, he's drunk on the beach, oh, whatever. Yeah. But he has not tweeted since the end of the game. I just was curious what he had to say. Uh, how about Michael Riley, Shane, big Florida guy? He says Bama needed Nico. <laughs> if they had Nico, they're right. They're right where Tennessee is. With Milton. Had they had they had Nico, they would have won this damn game. You know what? You know what they? I, I think what they needed, brother, is well, obviously offensive line, but they needed some downfield presence. They needed some. You know, we've not seen that. I mean, say what you want about Burton, but 
they just they haven't had that dude on the outside yet that's just you know taking the top off these defenses and uh they really have been struggling in that department so i don't I, let me ask you this let me let me flip it around you know everybody obviously jalen played strong toward the end of this regular season uh he was in you know, talk about being a heisman uh, winner you know and after the game like this a big spotlight do you, do you have any reserve in just flat out saying he's the number one quarterback for Alabama next year? Do you, do you think that there's any type of controversy? I mean, there's still some kids floating around there in the portal. Right. So so you want to upgrade from Jalen Milrow? I'm just saying, does it exist? <laughs> I mean, how, how bad do we shit on Jalen here? Because I, I you, you said it. I'm not saying that it was on him. Right. I think it was more on this offensive line. But, but again – that that stems from the coaching staff too. So I, I'm just wor- wondering, you know, I just I didn't see it. I didn't see the dog in him today. Steve says Bama needed Joe Milton today, but uh, <laughs> I no, I I think he's your I think he's your star. I think you were right, Shane. I think it was the offensive line mm-hmm. that killed him again. Ten tackles for loss. What was it? Six sacks. I think it was. Yeah. Playing. Yeah, six sacks. Playing from behind. Just. So much of the ball game, Shane. But I, th- I think the thing, and this is something I've said about Georgia, and they get a, they get all up in arms, and I'm saying it. But where are the game breaking receivers for Alabama? Yeah, I mean, this is freaking yeah. Alabama. They they get whoever the hell they want in high school recruiting. They're not either identifying or developing the talent. And I know they got James Burton again. That was a transfer, but that's why I'm a little concerned when I see Georgia back to back years adding all these transfer receivers. Because they're they're in the same boat. Why are they not having the best receivers in the country when they got their hand-picked uh, players? And I think he needs help, Shane. I and mean, we saw Jace McClellan. He had, he had a good game, but they don't have a game-breaker running back either. I mean, Jalen Milrow's the best running back they got too. So he he can't do it all. Hell, Shane, I think the best overall player in the country is Jane Dales. You know, but yeah. you, you just can't do it all your own. And, and I'm just right. concerned – I'm just surprised Alabama made it this far, Shane. Again, I'm not trying to say I, I was co- correct because obviously I wasn't. I thought Alabama wouldn't come close to this. I didn't think they'd win the SEC or anything like that. But there's a reason everybody kept saying, hey, this is the best coaching job Nick Saban's done. And it's because you look across the roster, there's holes is probably a too strong a word, but th- this roster does not measure past Al- – this is probably the worst Alabama in the last 10 years. Yeah, and the coaching staff, I think, is is not is probably the worst is is the worst he's ever assembled here. Yeah, and and that was on display in this big game. Uh, I I just think I'd be sick to myself if if I'm a Georgia fan because I'm I'm still even though I picked Alabama right before that game I I don't know how in the hell you lost to this team other than spying <laughs> Milro the entire game and it, it it killed you you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, again. You know, this is a very, very young football team. This is a team that still could come back and 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 be the top dog next year. But there's got to be some changes, and 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 you know, because it's not just this game, Mike. It's like you said, it was the start of the season. It was the Auburn game. It was being down at the Tennessee game. There, there's little signs throughout this year that shows you that Alabama has a tendency to roller coaster their schedule. You know, sometimes they're dialed in, and then sometimes they make stupid mistakes and they find themselves playing from behind. So that again, that stems from the 
the, Nick Saban, the head coach, and I'm not saying that's who they need to change, but do you do you see him making some sort of changes here in the off season? Is there any uh, particular coordinator or something you you may be eyeing? I know you. Yeah, I mean, hell, I I would certainly be looking at uh, you know making some changes. I, I I was just not overall impressed with. Uh, I, mean, I mean, Alabama's defense at times was dominant, so yeah. I I think we're good on defense. Kevin Steele. You know, he said it himself just in the last episode we had. I mean, this is Nick Saban's defense. Nothing wrong with the defense, but I I would make changes on offense. I really would. I'm I'm not impressed yeah. with Tommy Reese. I mean, it took him forever to adjust to to Jalen Milrow and I and, and games like this. Hell, I, I would move on from the offensive line coach too. I mean, we yeah. had people that know what the hell they're talking about, Shane, went down there at fall camp and said, By my God, this this could be the greatest offensive line we've ever seen. And yeah. it, it were a damn joke for the first half of the season. Now they corrected it, but then again, it reared its ugly head. Credit Michigan. They saw whatever on tape. I don't know, but uh, they, they exploited Alabama, you yeah. know, the entire first half. And I, I'm just at a loss here. Shane. How the hell we lose to Michigan? I mean, I don't see any <laughs> dominant players on Michigan. Their defense, I'll give their, their defense credit, but no one on that offense really impressed me. Did, did anyone on their offense impress you? No. No, no. Uh, the kicker, you know. I mean, <laughs> I even had a little picture dialed up because I thought I thought Riker was going to get one last shot and end this thing, you know, and just never. He just needed you to get within 55, 60 yards, you know, and this damn <laughs> offense couldn't do it. I hate it. I hate it for him because he he went out. I mean, he he did everything. I mean, he was a perfect kicker. So, some lucky NFL teams going to get him next year, but right. uh, but short of that, no, I was not impressed by anybody on the offense, really. But I do know the uh, the Paul Feinbaum show, Shane, is going to be pretty fired up on uh, <laughs> here on Monday. You know what? Oh yeah, you know it, absolutely. Well, shit, Mike. Hey, uh, I guess we're all Longhorn here on out, but it's tough again, tough to root for them when they're technically not in the SEC. Yeah, so we got a prediction real quick. Anybody that missed it, I'm seeing people asking about it. Texas, Washington. Uh, I like Texas. I like Texas big. And I think, well, hell, I don't know. My, my confidence is shaking now that maybe Michigan is the team to beat. But I still would lean towards Texas. What do you think about this game? And what do you think early uh, national championship, even though we don't know who Michigan will be facing yet? Yeah, I, I'm, obviously I'm leaning a little more Texas, and I thought that that would be a closer game than than this one was supposed to be. So the Lord knows, the old Grim Reaper's back. So I'm afraid to put any evil on uh, on them Longhorns right now. So uh, let's just sit back, let's watch a hell of a game, Mike, and then uh, let's watch non SEC teams play next next week in Houston. Oh Damn wait, w- w- one final thing, Shane. If Texas yeah. rolled into Alabama, whoop their ass. And Texas wins the national championship. Have they surpassed Alabama as a program? Well, I mean, you won. You know what I'm saying? If you can (laughs) win out, I mean, shit, you beat Alabama and you beat the team that put you out of the college football playoffs, I would say that's a pretty good start, Mike. (laughs) I'm right there with you. So maybe we got to embrace our new overlords, the Texas Longhorns, (laughs) as they come in to the SEC. Cannot wait for Georgia in – what is it, in Austin? I mean, what a a hell of a matchup that's going to be. Do you see see Oklahoma's account? They – they uh, sent out photos of the official SEC logos on their the new unis, so they look pretty pretty good, brother. So they they're they're ready. Oklahoma's ready, and Texas they they can rip those patches off here in a couple games. 
Yeah, let me upload that real quick, Shane. I just took a photo of it so the so the audience can see the glorious Oklahoma uniform with the SEC patch on it. And soon enough, that'll be Texas after they beat the hell out of Washington and revenge Alabama in the national championship game. I, <laughs> hell, they should put on that SEC during this this playoff game, I think. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's so funny, like, go, leading up to this game, all the SEC boys, they're inside the stadium, they're down there, you know, they're eating hors d'oeuvres and having a good old time, and then I switched over to the Big Ten, they're like half a mile out, you know, in the parking lot, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, maybe we should have went out there with them, you know, toughen them boys up a little bit, they came in there expecting to win that thing, and, and man, it, it, God, I was afraid of it. I was afraid it was going to happen. But Alabama let us down this year, Mike. Oh, wait, one more question. I just thought of this, Shane. Does this loss, does this push Saban closer to retirement or does it push him to, to come back with a vengeance and make us all pay for all these mean things we're saying about the Alabama Crimson Tide for the next nine months and, and they just go on a rampage and kill everybody? Shit, I mean – you know, Nick Saban's been on a revenge tour for 18 years, you know, it feels like. I don't know if he's going. Miss Terry don't want him at the house. I was hoping to see her on the sideline. Maybe she'd have fired that damn offensive line up a little bit. But, no, I, I, I don't think Saban's going anywhere. I think it would have been storybook. It could have been like Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl just walking out in the sunset. But, right. uh, you know, I, I think he truly – I think there was a chance – if he would have won out, that this would have been his final season. I think that there's a chance because if you remember, there was the rumors of them buying oceanfront property, and right. and, and you know, he, you know, a couple of years ago he had a little scare, so you know, and there was some pink eyes. I mean, you know, there was some some health issues this year, you know, some old man bruises at the start of the season. So there, we we're looking for these signs, but. But then when you say that, he comes out here and he runs a four 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 what a four eight forty, you know? It's like right. this this man's built to last. Him well, and Elon Musk must be working together on something. One final thing I got, Shane. I you know, he's he's a busy man. He was busy today. He was he was uh coaching in the damn playoff game. But I bet he gets home, he fires up a tape of the citrus bowl and said, My God, that Nico. I'm done. <laughs> I'm retired. I, I don't want to face that that bastard. You know what? No, no. Well, you look, that's the crazy thing. You look at the landscape, the, the games aren't going to get easier. You know, it's like if you were saving, I mean, think about it. You win this out, you mm -hmm. get the championship, you have the most nas national championships, you pass the Paul Bear Bryant officially, you know, and then yeah. and then you look around, Georgia's on the rise, Ole Miss on the rise, Tennessee's got a quarterback, Texas and Oklahoma are joining, Mizzou right there in the mix. It's like, it, it ain't two teams and everybody else. You know? Oh, no. Oh, LSU. They just got a Heisman Trophy winner, you know, and then the backup looks pretty damn good. So, I, I don't know. It's it's seems like this would have been the year, but Nick Saban, I just don't think he's ever going to – I don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's wasted breath. There's there's about 18 podcasts on why Nick Saban should retire. Yep. <laughs> and we'll be doing it next week on yeah, the show, right. so tune in. I appreciate you, brother. Enjoy this game here. I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. Happy New Year's, and uh, we'll be back. I don't know when, but we'll be back before you know it to talk about all this. But uh, I, I appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. See you guys. Go balls. Come on, Longhorns. <laughs> Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. 
that SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.